Hey friend, welcome to my podcast, The Fit Soul. I'm your host, Amy Ramsey. In this podcast, we will be discussing soul-filled strategies to unleash your confidence, increase your energy, and all the things healthy lifestyle. If you're a Christian woman who is ready to reach your God-given potential, walk worthy of your calling with abundant joy and energy, girlfriend, you are in the right spot. I mean, you only have one life to live. You might as well maximize it. Buckle in and thanks for listening. Hey friends, welcome back to the podcast. And today on episode number 11, we're going to talk about what you need to create extraordinary results in your life. How you can become stronger, more courageous, and more confident. How you can step into more of that high performer a uh, person who is making impact in your world versus the average person, how you can actually atri- achieve transformation in your life and overcome the feelings of feeling stale and stagnant. So buckle in and I am really excited to announce, I actually have an, a, a bit of an announcement. It's kind of bragging rights, but it's an announcement. I set for myself a haughty goal uh, back several, several years ago. And this goal, I want to share it with you. But before I share it with you, because I don't want you to roll your eyes in your head if you're like, oh my gosh, I could never do that. So the purpose of this podcast is to share with you how you can do hard things, but it doesn't have to be what I've done. So let me just kind of preface that before I tell you what I did, because um, this is definitely not for everybody. Okay. I completed, I ran a half marathon this past uh, weekend. So a half marathon is 13.1 miles. So proud of that accomplishment. But here's the bigger goal. I wanted to run 25 half marathons before I turn 50, which I turned 50 years old this summer. And so I ran not only a half marathon, but I actually ran my 25th half marathon. Whoop! Oh yeah, baby. That's some bragging rights. I'm just saying, I'm, I'm, I'm real proud of this because there's been a lot of sweat and a lot of tears along the way. And I know that goal is not for everyone. I get it. So before you dismiss this, like oh, I could never do that. I'm not asking you to do that, but I do want to share with you how you can do goals and how, and why you should do goals because it actually will build for yourself. It'll build more, um, confidence in your life. And I know what so many of, of my followers and, and listeners, that's what they want. They want more confidence in their life. So bear with me and let me share with you just a few things. Now, listen, I'm not going to share the story of my very first half marathon. That is on episode number one. If you haven't listened to that episode, go back and listen to it because it's hilarious. And it's actually a miracle that I kept running because my first half marathon was terrible. I mean, just awful. I'm not going to reshare the story. Go back and listen to that episode number one, where I just talk about starting messy and just getting started on a goal. Okay. I want to share with you today. You you hear a lot about in the, in the, um, performance, uh, world or personal development world about smart goals. I've been a personal trainer for a long, long, long time. I've been in that health and fitness space for well more than 20 years. And so that's that's something that is very common. But I don't know if you've heard about hard goals. 
And again, before you roll your eyes, HEART is an acronym, and I'm going to break this down. I'm going to give you four four tips on how to um, achieve goals. But what I want to share with you is that HEART goals aren't literally HEART goals. HEART is an acronym for creating a, a goal that actually activates your brain for extraordinary results. So what is a HEART goal? A hard goal is heartfelt, it's animated, it's required, and it's difficult. So I want to kind of break this down for you just a little bit and help you maybe uh, establish some hard goals for your own life so you can have so you can become stronger, more courageous, and more confident. And you know what? Just feel better about yourself. Like that's just what happens when you achieve your goals. You really do feel better about yourself. So let's start with a hard goal, heartfelt. Heartfelt is where you build a strong emotional connection to your goal. It's kind of like your why, like the, the deep levels of your why. You know, a lot of the women that I work with, a lot of them want a healthier lifestyle. They want to lose weight. They want to feel more confident. And you know, the whole do this for 21 days and you create a habit. We all know now that that is actually not true. It takes longer than that to actually fully create a habit in your life. It takes actually what we, what we focus on now is building new neural pathways in your brain, not just doing, um, not just trying to change our behavior. We're trying to actually change our brain, rewire our brain for success. So in this whole um, activating your brain, when you start attaching the deeper levels, why you want something in your life more than just I want to lose 20 pounds or a hundred pounds or five pounds, whatever it is. So I can like look good in my pants and in jeans and feel more confident. Yes, of course. We all feel more confident when we feel like we look at when we look our best. Right. But when we are attaching that to a much deeper level, like, you know what? I see the health of my parents and I see that, um, they're, they're struggling with certain diseases that were lifestyle related. And if they'd have taken get better care of themselves, they would have had a different outcome at their age. And, you know, I'm at, at age 50, I coach a lot of women around my age and starting to take care of their parents and feeling like, ah, oh, I don't want this for actually for my own children. I don't want my children to have to take care of me prematurely if I can do something about this now. And so knowing your labs, knowing your numbers is really important. Knowing your circumference measurements, these things are really important. But do you see how losing weight because you want to look good maybe for a wedding or a high school reunion or you've got an event coming up versus, you know what, when I'm older, I want to be at my best health so I can be independent and strong. And so I, my children, I'm not a a burden to my children any earlier (laughs) than I have to be. Much, much different. That is more of a heartfelt goal. So what I want to share with you that one of the things that I had found in my own life about the age of 47, as I'm thinking through, oh, wow, I turned 50. This is a really big milestone birthday coming up in in three years. And in my life, I was kind of out of bounds with, um, work-life balance. And I felt like year after year, time was passing and I wanted to do different things. Um, I had different goals that I wanted to achieve, 
but I was never getting around to them. And I started to get really frustrated, but I found myself stuck in this cycle. I don't know if you can relate with that with any type of goals that you've had, like you've set it and then you really, it, like you, it, it's heartfelt to you. You really want to do it, but you actually don't get to it. And another year goes by. It's very frustrating. But what I learned in my own life is that I was having that feeling every single year, but 50 is coming up age 50 is coming up, which is a, it's a real milestone, right? And I really started to analyze what is going on here. Like, why am I not doing the things that I want to do, which were service oriented? It was more about, um, spending more time with my family. It was more about, um, doing things in my community, doing things in my church. I just felt like I never had enough time. I don't know if you can relate with that at all. I really did. I felt like I just never had enough time. I was really, really, really busy. My, my schedule was really full. So I decided at, that, at, at 47, I thought, you know what? I'm going to do 50 things before I turn 50. And I just made a list. Like I just started. And one of the things was, I think at that point I had ran, um, I can't remember how many half marathons, but... 20 was attainable by just doing like one a year. And so I knew I could do that. Like that was, that was, that, that was in the books pretty much. But 25 meant, wow, I really had to be super urgent and intentional. And I had to, I had to do a lot of running. That was going to be way more of a challenge. And so this was one of my goals of doing 50 things before I turned 50 was run 25 half marathons. And I'll share maybe on another podcast, some of the other goals, a lot of them were very small, like send flowers to, I, I made a little list of, I don't want to say who it is because <laughs> they might be listening and thinking, huh, I received flowers randomly from Amy, send a card, writing cards. So it wasn't like everyone was super, super hard. I just needed to get more intentional with what I really, really wanted to do and who I wanted to become in my life. And, and that, and so that was what I did 50 things before I turned 50. So that's where the whole goal of 25 half marathons before I turned 50 came from. So that being said, it was a very heartfelt goal for me. And I, I really wanted to achieve this. I put it out there publicly on social media. And then I started anytime I would run a race, I'm like, okay, now I'm at number 17 of 25. Then I would run another one. It was 18 of 25. And then, you know, I started to feel that sense of accountability because of that. Okay. So the tip number one for creating a hard goal is to uh, make it heartfelt. Tip number two is animated. What does this mean? This means to visualize your goal. I love the scripture in Habakkuk 2, 2, where those says the Lord answered me, said, write down the vision and make it plain upon the tables that he may run that reads it. It is so important that you visualize your life in this process. This habit is so empowering and it really helps your brain. Here's the thing. Your brain can't tell the difference between reality and imagination. And the more you replay the movie, the, the animation of your vision, the closer you're going to get to achieving your goal. Now, I may have thought this was hooey fooey, uh, 10 years ago, but I took a neuropsychology course and learned the power behind this. And I started practicing it in my own life. Oh my gosh, this has made such a powerful difference in my life. 
I actually have um, a free gift if you would like it. I One of the the best habits you can step into is a morning routine, a really powerful morning routine, because truly, if you win the morning, you win your day. And I wrote down the steps and visualization is a step of my worthy morning routine. So if you want that, you can grab that. You can go to thefitsoul.com. It's right there on my, on the homepage of my website. Uh, and I'll also click it here. I'll put it in the a hyperlink in my uh, show notes. You can click and grab it there. But I highly recommend you grab that and practice this step of visualization. Okay, so step number three. What are we on? Number three? Yeah, number three. All right, so we're on R, and it's required. You ha- This is important. Check it out. You've got to create a sense of urgency. Your goal has to have that sense of, I've got to do it right now. It's got to be done. Um, in speaking of the whole 25 half marathons, it was a deal. Like in my mind, I knew I could get injured. And if you get, if you get, you get an injury, hamstring injury or foot injury, you could be out for six months. And, and in the running world, most of the races are in the winter time and in springtime. Most of them aren't in, there's hardly any in the summer because it's just too hot to run then. So I knew I had a limited window of when I needed to, I needed to. <laughs> get all of these races in. And so the way it works is, is you train, you work on building up your endurance to that higher mileage. So you, you'll start. So when I started running y'all, I, I couldn't run at all. So I'm telling you, it's a miracle. I've run 25 half marathons, but I, I couldn't do it at first. I built that. I just became better. It just became a skill really. I, and I'm not a fast runner. I'll tell everybody that I, my race, my pace, baby. But in that creating a sense of urgency. One day I was eating lunch with my sweet friend, Jane Foster. You guys should go follow her. Um, her, her Instagram handle is Southern shine 2017, I think, but Jane Foster is her name. She's just an incredible woman and a good friend of mine. We were eating lunch. Um, on a Saturday I had, um, I was driving to meet her and I saw a little sign for a half marathon. I'm like, what in the world? I didn't like, it was unusual. It was in my area. I didn't know anything about it. It was at this tiny, so long and short, I went and after eating lunch with her and found the sign and <laughs> learned more about this half marathon. And I talked to Randy. I said, you know, we just ran one last week and we're actually trained. Like we could go and run this half marathon tomorrow. And would you believe we were able to actually still get in the race and we ran it the very next day. So just saying, you've got to have that sense of urgency that I, I need to do this. And, and I was like, oh my gosh, we could just bang one more out and it's one more closer to my goal. So it's kind of a funny story. So having that sense of urgency around you will help you, um, whatever you're working towards and, it's not that you need to be obsessing about your goal. It's not that you want to have a healthy, you want it to be healthy, but you do want it to be urgent. All right. And then the last letter of our acronym is D difficult. Here's the thing. You have to get out of your comfort zone. You have to, at some level, decide I am tired of feeling stale and stagnant because that feels yucky to your soul. Am I right? Yes, I'm so right. You know I am. So get out of your comfort zone. And one of the things that really helped me in 
not just this goal, because I've done a lot of hard things. The more I started to step into the um, personal development space and, and, and really wanted to grow, I really learned the value of doing very hard things and how I felt after and how much I grew in the process. And I I learned to I learned to embrace the suck. I cannot remember where that originates from. I think it's Navy SEALs. But I literally did. I learned to embrace the suck and really decided that I wanted to meet the other person, meet myself, the better version of myself on the other side of the challenge, whatever the challenge is. And I learned to develop the joy of the journey of becoming. And so that's what I want to share with you is that some of the um, greatest achievements in your life will come from your tough challenges. So don't shy away from them. Don't shy away from doing hard things. Embrace it. Uh, there's the whole Andy Frisella's 75 hard challenge, which, you know, that's, it's not, it's definitely not for everybody. And, um, it's, but what I learned in doing that, I did complete 75 hard. In fact, I went on and I completed 75 hard phase one is that I, by doing the hard, I became more disciplined. I became more structured and I was so proud of myself when I completed that challenge as well. So we can do hard things and we should. That is one thing I have said to my clients, even a motto for years is you should do hard things. We should, we should embrace it and do it, but do it with, um, that spirit of who am I going to meet on the other side of that challenge? And I just want to remind you that Philippians 4.13 says, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. So here's a question for you. Who are you becoming? Can you enjoy the journey of who you're becoming? What would that look like if you step into these, into this, uh, hard goal and really take it for this new, this new idea of it being heartfelt, of it being animated, of it being required and it being difficult? What would that feel like? So armed with this information, you can become a better planner. You can become a better goal setter and achiever and, um, and an achiever. So. I want to encourage you to set some hard goals. It does not have to be a half marathon at all. Okay. It, but what is hard for you? What is a challenge for you? And I also want to encourage you that when you do some sort of a challenge that has like a physical component to it, it's going to help you in all the other areas of your life. Just because motion creates emotion and, um, just that I, your, your brain will expand and grow because you're doing that. So I, I just want to share with you this one last little tip is that every time I cross that finish line, every single time I felt so empowered and so emboldened with each step. It was not easy. It was hard. It's for me, it's very difficult to run 13.1 miles, but I got better as I went. So just a few ideas of some things you can do are, are a 5k. I really believe most people, I would say 95% of people can do a 5k. That is three point, I think it's 3.1 miles, something like that. But it's fun to do. You don't have to run it. You can walk it. There's so many fun ones where you dress up. Um, and then there's a lot that you can just make a family tradition 
We do one for 4th of July. We do one every Thanksgiving morning. We get up and do a race. It's just a healthy way to start your day. You also, um, you'll find that there's community involved as well. But there's a lot of challenges that you can get involved in. And so I want to encourage you, do a hard set hard goals. And I want to hear what they are. So will you connect with me? Will you pop into uh, my DM? Let me know what your hard goal is. Also, if you found some value in this, screenshot it, share it, help me get this word out as this is episode number 11. We're just getting, we're just getting started. Um, okay. Well, thanks for being here and thanks for, um, I'm going to pretend that you're giving me a a nice little high five, a virtual high five for my big accomplishment. I am very proud of myself. I'm I'm not trying to brag over here. (laughs) I am proud of myself. It was a hard goal, but I did. I definitely gained more confidence and more strength and more courage because I did that. So I want to hear from you. Message me. Let me know what your hard goal is. Okay. See you next time. Girlfriend, thank you so much for listening to the podcast. I'm so honored you come back every week and that you share the Fit Soul podcast with your friends and family. Every time you share my podcast on Instagram or Facebook, I do a little happy dance. Make sure you subscribe to the Fit Soul podcast where you'll never miss an episode. You can go to podcast. Apple, Stitcher, and Spotify, and subscribe so you'll never miss an episode release. And just know, I truly love bringing you excellent content and great guests to provide you motivation and faith inspiration to help you walk worthy. And one of the ways you can help me is to go and leave the Fit Soul Podcast a review. If you have just a moment, would you please go over and leave a review for the Fit Soul Podcast? Thank you again. I love you. And here is your reminder. You are worthy. Until next time. Bye-bye.